In episode 38 of the Violence Design Lab podcast, I'm talking about the stage combat difference between comedy and drama. When the fights are supposed to be funny, does that change your technique? What about the weapons or the blood? Do you do something different, or is it just the way the actors present it? All this and more in just a moment. Out swords to work with all. Welcome to the Violence Design Lab podcast. Now here's the mad scientist himself, David Barefoot. Greetings, David here. I am indeed the founder of TheViolenceDesignLab.com. I've been designing theatrical violence for live theater since 1992, and I started this project to become your virtual coach and your online stage combat and violence design mentor. I want to encourage you to improve your game, to coach you to choreographing better fights, and to train you to tackle the challenges of theatrical violence design. Now, to start off this episode, I have to apologize. The podcast has been a bit sporadic lately. It has been the Thanksgiving holiday here in the States, and I've had a couple shows going on, but I understand that's no excuse. I, uh, I thank you for your patience as I've worked to get uh, some episodes together, and hopefully they'll be more regular, even though Christmas and New Year's are coming up. On that note, you might find, as a violence designer, that shows around the end of the year tend to be a little less heavy than they do at other times. There's more of your It's a Wonderful Life or Christmas Carol, and people don't seem to want to go to see a lot of heavy, violent, gory things at this time of year. Now, that's a blanket statement, of course. In fact, my good friends Rick and Vic in in Chicago just finished up a run of uh, Titus Andronicus. So, certainly people are doing violent shows. But around this time of year, in a lot of the theaters that I'm working with, they tend towards comedy. I'm choreographing a couple of shows right now, and one of them is a great piece by Ken Ludwig called The Games of Foot. If you're not familiar with it, it's the story of a professional actor who is known for his portrayal of Sherlock Holmes on on the stage and gets shot one night at the curtain call. And as he's recuperating, a few months later, he calls a lot of his actor and theater friends back to his house for a Christmas Eve party, and they end up solving the murder or the, or the would-be murder mystery of uh, the main actor, as well as a couple other people who get well, assaulted, and maybe murdered. I I don't want to give away a spoiler. The point is, it's a light comedy. It's a really great script. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Ken Ludwig, The Game's Afoot. But I got an interesting call from the director. I had just finished choreographing uh, a sequence where uh, one of the women and one of the men have this altercation. He uh, makes like he's going to strangle her with a garrote, but she ends up throttling him and then beating him about the head with a vase and even with the butt of a shotgun um, and then kind of stops him from assaulting her. However, this is a comedy, and I got a call from the director saying, you know, I, I like the choreography, but wow, it, it, it looks pretty serious. So... I went back in to look at it, and it brought up the topic of comedy versus drama. Now, in stage combat, I am not here to tell you how to make things funny, but there is a definite way we can approach comic shows apart from dramatic shows. But one of the ways we don't want to change is the stage combat technique. 
Stage combat technique is created for a reason. Two main reasons, really. It it has an illusion, so it makes us think we're seeing some kind of violence or mayhem or pain being inflicted on an actor. And it also has the, the safety element. So both of those things, the illusion and the safety, have to be present whether the tone of the show or the scene or the moment is comic or serious. The thing is, our eyes don't change. In other words, the audience still needs to see a straight line from the point of uh, the fist or the weapon and from their eye to that weapon to the target if we're going to see a hit register that is a non-contact hit. It doesn't matter if it's supposed to be serious or fu- or funny, that illusion, that physics and geometry there has to be the same. Likewise for safety. Uh, and I'm going to talk about this in a little more in-depth later, but all the safety protocols that you would do for the most serious show you can imagine have to also be present in comedy. So when you look at comedy versus drama from a stage combat technique perspective, there is no difference. It's the same thing. Uh, a right cross is a right cross. Someone doing a fall backwards over a chair, that's the same technique, whether it's supposed to be funny or it's supposed to shock the audience. So how do you change it? Well, really, we look at the third uh, portion, the, the third leg of our tripod, if you will. I often talk about violence design as a tripod. One leg is safety, one is illusion, and the third is story. Now, story is what needs to change here. If it's coming across too serious, we can work with the actors to change the story. Really, what was the director was telling me, well, your choreography, it, it looks too serious. This wasn't a stage technique problem at all. In other words, there was nothing inherently wrong with the choreography that I had given them. What I had not explained correctly was the story that they should be telling. I hadn't given them a lot of direction. Uh, I tend to start with a light touch with actors, not telling them how to act because that's their job. That's uh, that's where they're experts. Um, my subject matter is the violence. But this is a community theater, and some of these actors haven't had a lot of stage combat before, or they haven't. Some of them haven't even had professional acting, although they are fairly experienced community actors. I'm not disparaging them, but they took what they had been given, and because the punch or the <laughs> hitting someone in the face with a, the butt of a shotgun is typically a uh, a serious move, they were treating it as such, and therefore it was coming across vicious and really jarring in tone to the lighthearted. Um, the rest of the show. So here's what I'm going to suggest uh, are some ways you can help your actors, like mine, uh, portray comedy in stage combat without changing your choreography too much. The first major difference between comedy and drama is the consequences of the violence. We've all probably seen Three Stooges from um, a bygone era, and they hit each other, slap one another, they take saws to each other's head, hits people in the face with a hammer, things that were horrible things to actually do to someone. 
but there are zero consequences to their actions besides a funny sound cue and a yelp. And that's it. We hit Curly in the face with a hammer. We hear, doink, and he, and he, he yells. And then literally half a second later, he's fine. Maybe he wipes his face or something. And that's it. If we were really smacking someone in the head in a Sam Shepard play with a hammer, that person would drop, there'd be blood, and the scene would basically be over. Um, So consequences are your first big uh, hallmark. For example, this scene where I have with the struggle between um, the, the man and the woman, the woman he has a garrote around his neck. She's throttling him, trying to get information about whether he loves this ex-girlfriend or not, rather than her. When he finally answers that he does still love the ex-girlfriend, she takes his head, slams it onto the coffee table as she throws him down. And then he's, he's out, right? She starts to walk away. He uh, moans, starts to get back up. She grabs a nearby vase, whacks him in the head. She thinks she's done. She goes to set... Uh, the room and put herself back together and suddenly he's still up she grabs a shotgun off the wall pulls the trigger trying to shoot him is disappointed to find that it's not loaded spins it around and smacks him in the face with the butt of a shotgun finally putting him unconscious now the irony is had you done any of those things to me I'm out. I'm dead or I'm, you know, in the hospital for 2 weeks. But of course, not 10 minutes later, as the scene continues and she thinks that he is dead, well, guess what? He revives. He's not dead at all, and after a moment of head shaking and groaning, he's back up on his feet, ready to go again and continue the rest of the scene. So, consequences for characters in comedies are not nearly as long-lasting as they are for people in in dramas. Don't play your wounds. And that's that's goes contrary to what I often tell actors all the time. Remember when you got punched here in the in the face or 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 you got slashed in the arm? Yeah, that still hurts. Play that. Make us see that pain. For comedy, play it while it's funny, which is right in the moment, and then shake it off and move on. Another difference between comedy and drama is that in comedy, the violent response is often way out of proportion to the situation. In other words, I want to know if uh, my lover is still uh, infatuated with an ex-girlfriend, so I'm going to grab a garrote and throttle him to death. Well, that's that's farther than most of us, hopefully, uh, would go in such, such a situation. Or, having done all that, hit him in the head with a vase, he's still moving, well, I'll just grab a shotgun and shoot him. This does not make a character in a comedy murderous or a sociopath as it would in any other context. It's kind of funny, especially when they are disappointed that there wasn't a 12-gauge shell in the barrel. And so when they spin that gun around and smack him in the face, we all cringe and laugh because... For a jilted girlfriend to hit someone in the face with a shotgun butt is completely far and away above any kind of rational response, and so we laugh. So the response that of the violence is generally way out of proportion to the situation that caused it. The third thing that I try to tell actors in a comic scene is difficult to describe. 
and this is why acting is is their wheelhouse and not mine, but in the good comic actors that I've seen doing well in violent moments, you can see that their commitment to hurting the other person doesn't go as deeply as it might in a serious play. I know that's a very vague way of saying it, but like in The Three Stooges, Mo can get angry at Larry and hit him in the head with a tire iron, but they're still friends after all. He doesn't, in his heart of hearts, want to murder Larry, we hope, uh, or we ever see, and in fact, Larry doesn't hold a grudge either. So, the commitment level to the violence is shallower, if that makes sense, even though the violent response may be more vicious than it would in a serious scene. So, try to work that with the actors. Skilled actors can get there. They're amazing artists, and that's why I love working with them. Uh, it is a little challenging to describe it to young actors, like kid, uh, you know, a child of 12 or 13 might have a bit of a challenge with that, but it is just a commitment level to the violence that's not as, as deep. Now, other design considerations when you're doing comedy. And now I'm going to get away from just what you tell actors and how I want to start talking about how you actually approach the work. One of the main things you don't have to worry about in comedy is historical accuracy or the realism of physics. Honestly, comedy gives you huge latitude to tinker with reality and with history and with the way weapons and violence work in order to get a good laugh. It is better to be funny than historically accurate, right? If you notice, uh, ever seen uh, Monty Python's The Holy Grail, when we cut the Black Knight's arm off, his blood spews 15 feet to the side, which is uh, a little different than, than actual biology and how it works, but it's funny, right? Also, in the Games of Foot, for example, there is a moment where a police inspector takes down uh, the, the killer, and I won't reveal he or she or who that person is. I don't want to spoil the play for you. But the police inspector takes down the suspect and handcuffs the person and marches them out. Now, here is a place where in a normal show, if I had a police character, I would teach them police procedural uh, handcuffing actions. I happen to have a dad who was a cop, and I learned firsthand as the, well, as the victim um, <laughs> when he was showing me how the police do such things. So I have that in my tool bag, and I typically teach that to actors. But a comedy like this, this is not the place for such historical realism. It would look too brutal, too real, and all I need is for the the suspect to be sneering and saying the equivalent of, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids while being handcuffed. That's all I need. So again, if I'm doing a sword fight for a comedy, I am not honestly going to bust out my Fiori and, and Capoferro. I'm going to give you a Hollywood swash. I'm going to give you people who might look completely untrained and are just flailing around and smashing furniture rather than each other if it's a play where they're supposed to be untrained. 
anything to get a laugh. Basically, I'm going to throw out all my historical accuracy and even some some realism to go for funny, because that's sort of what the point of comedy is, in my opinion. Now, the last thing that I really want to touch on when it comes to comedy is you have to, have to focus on the safety of your actors. Time and again, when I do a show that is serious, that has a stabbing or a fall or any kind of beating, actors come in and they take that very seriously. They are really focused on the safety aspects. They sometimes are worried about the weapons and and how it's going to go, and they approach it with huge amounts of concentration and focus and sort of a, a sober perspective. When it comes to comedy, people who have had five minutes or less of training are willing to hurl themselves around the stage onto the floor, hit themselves, do any number of insane things to get a laugh. They will do it. If you look at performers like Chevy Chase, the famous American, you know, uh, comic actor, movie actor, he's kind of broken. He, he has, has a lot of mobility problems now and things from a lifetime of pratfalls where he would just take his lumps, throw himself down, get a good effect, people would laugh, but he would pay for it physically. Your actors in a comedy, they will tend to do that. They're the ones who won't tell you when they have a, a leg full of bruises because of the way they're falling if it's funny and people are laughing. Whereas if they're doing, you know, if I'm choreographing a serious rape scene and someone gets a bruise, I hear about it. it. I don't know why that is, but people will kill themselves for a laugh and you can't let them. Okay? Especially when it comes to falls. Falling is, I think, the worst culprit for injuring actors in a comedy. Uh, sure, weapons are always an issue. Don't hit your partner in the head or in any unchoreographed way. But when it comes for falling, people don't have to worry about another person, and so they take much less regard for their own safety, and because they get that immediate payoff of a laugh, they will do some crazy things sometimes. So be monitoring uh, them throughout the rehearsal period and even into the run of the show. Okay, well, I hope that gives you some ideas and some tips to work uh, with comedy this this fall and winter season. And I do want to say again, thank you for your patience uh, in this podcast update. And if you have any topic suggestions or comments or criticisms, please send them my way, violencedesignlab at gmail.com or leave a comment for me on the Facebook page. I really appreciate getting feedback because it reminds me that I'm not just uh, sending this out there into the ether and no one's listening. So I know some of you have contacted me recently and I really appreciate that and your kind words are heart are heartfelt. So thanks so much. If you want to visit the website, of course, that's violencedesignlab.com and I look forward to giving more podcasts and hearing from you guys soon. Until next time, keep the fights on stage and peace in your life. David, out. Thanks for listening to the Violence Design Lab podcast. For more tips, tutorials, and downloadable resources, visit us at violencedesignlab.com.